Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planetan, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development so we can be strong role models for those we love and mentor and strong for our own personal well-being. Today, we continue our journey through Maxwell Maltz's best-selling book all about the magic of self-image psychology. But this particular chapter, I think no matter who you are, where you are, what you're doing, is for you. It's all about how to function successfully under pressure. Aha, are you feeling overwhelmed these days? Is that to-do list gotten out of control? Nice takeaways from this chapter in his book, and I will definitely give you some top tips as well. So here we go. What is your pressure tolerization quotient? A basic question here is, how much pressure can you tolerate? What is your own individual breaking point? This is a subtle question, and there's no absolute answer to it. One's ability to function is not as measurable as time. It varies with inner conditions, physical and mental. One thing is certain, however, many people do break down under the stresses of modern life. So how about successful people? How do they handle stressful situations? Simply put, they are able to rise above crisis by relaxing no matter what the external situation, their belief in themselves. The strength of their self-image is imprintable armor, which protects them against shattering events. And this made me think about um, my last chapter that we discussed about, you know, sometimes you can take your mask off. Sometimes you can relax into things. But sometimes, here's the key, the magic, handling the pressure, is those shields do have to go up. Meaning you have to go with inside yourself. Because nobody can take anything away from you in your mind. They can take everything else, but you set your own mind up, and that is the key, and that, I'm going to say, is what practice, practice, practice will make you <laughs> perfect at it, and it is. You become an actor, and he says, the firmer your belief in your goals, the better you will do. When your determination is sharply channelized, you can move aggressively and act with calmness at the same time. That's fascinating. But, he says, don't be afraid to be nervous. <laughs> Imposter syndrome, right? <laughs> Sometimes you'll be nervous no matter who you are. What do you do then? You simply accept it and keep going until you regain your self-assurance. You simply accept it. And nervousness is not a terrible thing at all, unless you think it is. When you feel nervous, remember, you're not alone in that respect. Everybody feels nervous. Everybody feels anxious. And the same feeling, the same results come when you're actually excited about something. You're just jazzed, right? So I think when you're fearful of something, when you're overwhelmed, when you're feeling stressed, that's where you're like normal, okay? You're normal. This is normal. And the whole idea is to practice calming your inner voice. 
Instead of listening to yourself, talk to yourself. That's a little tidbit that I like to use along the way. And he actually gives us a little exercise. He says, living with crisis, this exercise will help you pull through many a crisis with steadily decreasing anxiety if you work at it. You're in a quiet place as you can find and you're relaxed as you can make yourself. Once more, enter the playhouse of your mind and rummage around in the backlog of motion pictures. <laughs> Dig out that horror story, your Frankenstein story, in terms of your alarm and examine it. It's a crisis scene, one of many little crises in your life, but you've overreacted out of all proportion to the reality, inflating, inflating it to a monster of terror right? We overthink things. We're paranoid. We're worried. It's normal. But what he's saying is use those memories to just go, oh, jeepers. You know, when my child was late coming home from school, I was worried the bus had crashed. Or <laughs> when my husband, you know, didn't return my call, I worried he was in a car crash. Whatever that might look like to you. Because our imaginations are super powerful on all spectrums, right? But you can use that imagination to believe in yourself, to believe in your goals, to calm your thoughts and function successfully under pressure. And he says, once you have a set of goals that you believe in, brought into your mind success picture of the past and prepared yourself to accept your human weaknesses, you will feel power in a crisis. You will feel capable of dealing with situations as they arise. You have powers inside you that will help you deal with emergencies. Once you are wholehearted in your determination to succeed, and once you have pinpointed your goals, you are in a position to mobilize these powers. Your success mechanism inside you is now ready to help you carry the ball having given it clearly defined objectives. Basically, in the form of mental pictures, you have set into motion this automatic servo mechanism. It will work for your welfare and difficult situations will not destroy the efficiency of this marvelous power which resides within all of you. You need not let crisis floor you. You can overcome your fears and deal realistically with your world. You might have to listen to that part over and over again, because this is all about the practice of believing in yourself. You've been down before and you've got up before, right? That's in a song somewhere, but it's true. You're still here. And you are going to keep being here. So you might as well really make the most of your life and handle those fearful situations and handle the pressures. And we all have pressures. We don't know what each other's pressures are. Because remember, nobody controls you but yourself. That's why we have our own personal mindset. So here is an interesting reminder and the takeaway from this chapter is really 
about practicing, practicing, practicing. But he says, call on these two old friends to help you pull through major and minor crises. Truth. The truth is that we are rarely involved in life or death emergencies. Realizing this may keep you calm when you would otherwise be undermining your positive side with anxiety. And two, imagination. We are blessed with this faculty, but so often use it negatively. Be a queen in your own mind and you'll be all right. Be a king, your kingdom, your queendom, whatever that looks like for you. Because we are so amazing humans. Just think about that for one second. What are you afraid of? What are you really worried about for pressure? Is it some external source or is it an internal source? Me personally, I provide my own internal pressure because I love deadlines. I love deadlines and that works for me and it makes me move into action. So what is your secret weapon? What is it that you can do that can help you calm your mind, not worry, give yourself a moment? It really does work. I, I just love this. It's amazing. So he says, trust your own word. Promise yourself. Because nine times out of ten, one's fears, even in a problem moment, are not remotely justified. Your negative mental imaging was your worst enemy. So when you're thinking about something in the past that you worried about that you didn't really need to, bring that back. What really happened? Feel once again your relief that the worst had not happened, that your imagination had been your enemy. Feel it. Relax, as in waking up from a bad dream, realizing it wasn't real, that you're safe. Understand that this life or death feeling had little basis in reality, that we all face problems and crises, that your negative imaging is the chief culprit. <laughs> yeah, have some pride, have some dignity. And it's... It's an interesting thing, but us humans, we do use our imagination for bad as well as good. And in this situation, he's saying, give yourself a break. What have you thought about in the past that has not come true? I mean, fears do come true. Don't get me wrong. I'm not belittling anybody's personal situation. What I'm saying is in order to stay strong, to build up your own personal self-image, to have confidence, hold your head up high. Go past that. Go past that. And once you do, and this is all about, you know, how successful people handle pressure, it will make such a game changer. I had a moment when my dog passed away that I thought, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. I, I just, I was so close to my little buddy. And it was heart-wrenching. And that was my animal companion, my pet. 
So <laughs> everybody is going through something at all times. So just remember you're not alone in that. But that shield has to come up. That mask has to go on because you need to protect the garden of your mind. You need to protect it. And you will live a more inspired life. Well, if you like the show, share it with somebody you know. And hey, hit that subscribe button. You don't want to miss the next chapter. See you then.